Greetings, greetings, and more greetings. I would like to thank you for joining me here at Goddess Mentality with Alaska Mahala. I am joined once again tonight by my uncle Ishmael. Ishmael Illich. Hello, Ishmael. Hey, greetings, greetings, family. All right. Um, and now I promise y'all for a seven-part series uh, on the Kwanzaa. But that was a little overly ambitious, I would have to say. Um, this is our second year celebrating Kwanzaa, me and the Magnificent Seven. You can follow our adventures at Magnificent Seven underscore fam. Um, but we've been celebrating and working the principles and doing different projects and also running around with my my um, black-owned business at Alassie Locks at Alassie underscore Locks as well. And um, life in general being a wife, a mother of five. It's, it's been a busy schedule. So a seven-part series was a little overly ambitious, but I did not want to leave y'all hanging. Uh, Kwanzaa is still very much going on. Uh, Bari Ghani. Uh, the principle of the day is Ujama. Uh, which is uh, to build and, and maintain uh, our own stores, businesses, and basically to profit from them together. So basically, supporting each other's business. Let's go our own business and, and, and support it. Um, one thing, just even uh, interesting uh, tip to just keep in mind is that uh, the China, the Asian dollar stays in their community for at least 30 days. The Jewish community is 21 days. The white community, 17 days. The black community, six hours. That's something we definitely have to be aware of we need to definitely improve I find that like often with my kids as well like as soon as they get a dollar they just want to spend it like we are very consumer driven um, society and that's something we got to kind of train ourselves out of and work to to learn how to hold on to our money and not only hold on to our money but make our money work for us and in our communities um, using cooperative economics to grow our dollars mm-hmm. so once not we're we kind of got this thing in our head and, and been pumped for like money over everything. Like the money really matters. It's not the money that really matters. That's the, the, the facade they sell you. It is the infrastructure yep. that they were able to create by cultivating the money. Yep. So now we have to co- recultivate the infrastructure from zero really. And, and, and that's, we can only do that not by holding the money and then buying Jordans and XYZ, but by reinvesting that into our businesses in, also reinvesting our time taking our time stop selling all our time to these jobs and reinvesting our time in our children and taking our time to show them how to be business owners to show them how to um and and cultivate a mindset within them that is entrepreneurial um that's into that knows how to solve its own problems and not just continuously have to pay um somebody else to do certain jobs or to um get certain products um to keep to learn how to keep that money inside of the community so uh, that's something we need to definitely work on going further for me on the past um the next step besides giving the money to and, and investing in our communities is becoming business owners ourselves and a lot of us uh, kind of think that that's not really realistic we are trained to go to school and go to college and work a job um and then it's an industrial pipeline the school mm-hmm. system was created to 
to create workers. It, that that it was created so that by the time you got to the workforce into a workable age, you were able to be um, you were trained in workers. You knew about and work schedules. You knew about bells. You knew how to answer bells. You knew one bell meant to stop and one another bell went to, meant to start. And it kind of got you ready to work inside of these plants. And so the mindset that's being cultivated by just sending our kids to school is the mindset of a worker. So we got to make sure that we're taking our time and investing into their minds. Okay, you're not, you were, I, I didn't even name any of my children with quote unquote workable names, like jobs that look good on an application. Do you think though, Ishmael, with a name like Ishmael Muhammad, do you think that your name has hurt you from getting jobs? Um, I'm pretty sure it, it definitely has, but uh, that's something, you know, I embrace it because that's, that's an environment I don't want to be in anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you're not really like, I don't know, huh? dependent. You you didn't really develop a dependency on trying to get a job. Exactly. No, that's that's one thing we have to uh, break away from, in my opinion, because we have to be the creators of our own opportunity. As long as we're going to other people that's outside of our community to give us opportunity, they're going to always be in control of our opportunity and they're, they're not going to have our best interests at heart. So we definitely have to make it a habit of, you know, stop being and having a server mentality. And let's have more of a creative mentality and let's create our own businesses. Let's employ our own, give opportunity to our own and allow our youth to see us putting these, these, these key pieces in place so we can actually rub off on them. But you have to teach them at home the exact same thing also. So, no, I, yeah, I say your job is, 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 is not what we should be um, satisfied with. No, not at all. Our teaching our kids that's okay, like a lot of, and, and in the past, and, and I can more or less understand why older generations felt a certain type of way about being workers because they at least had pensions. Like if you did work a dead end job until you were 50, they were at least going to pay you for the rest of your life or, or 55 or whatever the retirement age was at that time. But they were at least going to pay you for the rest of that time. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, it's not even, uh, there's no, va- there's no, there's no earthly reason to be, I know for myself, I've had at least 40 different jobs. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with jobs. you. <laughs> like, and I mean, from every industry, I mean, from McDonald's to, to from, and I'm from every price range. The lowest I've ever made an hour is $6.25. And that was when I was 16. And I was working a job. The highest I've ever made is $20 an hour. And I was miserable. I, I wasn't even worth it. It wasn't even mm-hmm. worth it. And I wasn't doing nothing. It was after the degree, post degree. I do have a degree in accounting, um, but it's post degree. And it was, it was miserable. And that was $20 an hour. Um, as, as hourly working, um, I found that it's possible to be more than the most I've made um, as uh, my own business is fifty dollars an hour. I mean, and, and, and investors and stuff are making that in a minute. So when you get out that mindset of wanting to be a worker, wanting to sell your time for the dollar, you realize it don't even it's, it, it don't even equate to what your time is worth, what the value exactly. of your life is worth. Exactly. And I, I want another interesting thing. Uh, I, I think we have to enlighten um, that America um, is, is actually a corporation more than it is a country. Yeah. And one thing that if you want to have power in America, you have to be business minded. You have to be business savvy. You have to have collective dollars. Money is the paper money is a fiat currency. 
So true, uh, true money is having something that's going to generate income no matter what the currency is. And that's one thing that we have to definitely do a better job in creating. We have to create true infrastructure that's going to always be in demand for whatever the, the income is. But as long as that America is a, is, a, is a country and not a corporation, you're not going to put your mentality in towards the business mind. Because it's a bit, and, and, and it goes, and, and what you say is definitely key because it goes back into to the fact, and, and it's the universal law that your greatest and your highest investment and your greatest asset should always be yourself. Exactly. It should be never, no asset that you have outside of yourself that, that you feel like is greater. Your car shouldn't be a greater asset. Your house, I don't care if you're a billionaire, there's no greater asset. You should be a Steve Jobs type of asset that you could have created a company and, and, and have, um, yeah, you could have created a company that is a billion dollar company and they release you and find out that you are the asset exactly. of the billion dollars. Exactly. And get you and, and, and bring you back on in. You should have that type of you, mentality about yourself. You know, another key, another key, um, another key t- uh, fact that I wanted to chime in that just came across my mind. Think about the prison system and how, you know, especially with black men is the number one representative in, in American prisons, right? And then these jobs will hold that against you and not want to employ you because of that. Now, if we had our own jobs, if we created our own jobs, we created our own opportunity, we, we can employ, you know, give second chances to, to inmates that may have been in prison. And so that's another thing. Like, we we, disperse, we can disperse opportunity around for our, our, our community and help build it up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. And that's what I'm finding working into, because I, I, I manifest in that I, I'm under two the tutelage of two people and they're both black i consider my bosses my my bosses that i work under um champion of, of all-star barbershop champ the barber shout out champ barber and also um javis of uh, javis tax and shout out miss javis is kadena javis um both of these uh, are dynamic black people in their own diverse way totally two different separate walks of life um but each of them in their own way sweep me up from where i was at in, in previous situations and and other people and they're just like that they're very giving people and they have tapped that the key is to give back and to give and to pull up those that are coming behind you that you see a spark and, you, and, and to light that spark and we have to take those opportunities to do that to create opportunities first and once we create those opportunities be sure that we're hiring black because i hate when people create create businesses and then be like i don't want to hire black people because a, of that is speak on it that's and real that's true that is so like what to- is that is so like what is that energy and it comes and it and they'll they'll say it like oh they you don't have this qualification and blah 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 but the other people in other economic situations, they don't care whether the person exactly, has exactly, you. They will hire you to do the job at a lesser pay, and underneath them, as they, as the persons, as they retarded cousins, uncles, assistant, they will hire you <laughs> to do exactly. the work. Exactly, we have to afraid. We have to stop being afraid to, to to be proud to be black. We have to stop being afraid to 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 you know be vocal that we want the betterment for our people. That's one thing we shy away from. We all want to call if it's racism. For one, every every other race looks out for their race. They protect their race. They protect their their their, their community. We have to do the same. We, we have, have to because nobody else is going to do it. And we already realized that today. Nobody and else then, is going to look out for us but us. And so we can't we cannot be shaky with that and not have one foot in one foot out. And no. shy away from that. It's not a it's not a, a something to be ashamed of. It's our responsibility. Exactly. 
to, to do such. And, uh, and and I'm not saying just hire any because they are well qualified. Like, let's stop acting like they aren't well qualified. There are black people who are at way over are highly qualified than white people and they're out here looking for jobs. There's no reason why you as a black owned business, black business owner can't hire black. Exactly. There, there, there's no logical to response to that. And it was so funny you would say um, that Ishmael because the last job I was talking about earlier with SCDW had hired its first um, black um, CFO, chief financial officer, had his first black one. And one thing he was warned against when he got the job was not to hire too many black people. Now, how many white men, when they got Ooh. that job, <laughs> were warned not to hire too many white people? When no, no. ever did no, that no. happen? No, no, and that's because they know it's a power move, and that's exactly why we have to do this. For one, it's a power move. It, it, it stems all the way down to the family. Now, also, you're putting a, a, a black person into a position that you could be proud of. His his children it, it can can be proud and see what his father's doing. They'll strive to do the same exact thing. We must. This is the reason why they don't want us to do that because they know the effect that it has on the mental of our community yeah. and the condition of our community. It will uplift our. The more businesses a community owns, the next generation is always stronger because it sees a type of ethic that is only shown through somebody who's able to get it on their own. And exactly. It, 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 it's just it's been proven over the course of the history repetitively. So if we're going to uplift these kids, we have to have to demonstrate entrepreneurial spirit in the home we have to take risks and take chances to be entrepreneurs and stop feeling like it's safer to be a sheep and safer to be a worker exactly and whatever and and them dangling even at 24 dollars an hour dangling these and you're working 12 hour shifts and you're not even being able to invest in yourself that's purposeful that's purposeful that they because they know you're just going to spend it on especially these young boys that they give these jobs 15 dollars an hour 20 dollars an hour 25 dollars an hour working 12 hours in a plant so they know when you come out all you gonna do is buy some jordan you're not gonna, yep. you're not going to invest that money no matter yep. how much you make how many hours you work you're still just going to spend it on something shiny it, it, I mean, so it, <sighs> entrepreneurship has to be taught to the children through in, showing them how to save, not allowing them as soon as they get a dollar to spend it, um, curbing those appetites and that desires, that consumer mentality that has been pushed into us. Um, if you haven't checked it out, check out Selling the Negro, which is a film that literally demonstrates and, and tells how to sell to the Negro and how to get the black consumer dollar. I'm going to put one more thing out there. I, want, I would like people to research the companies they work for mm. and research the, the people who own them companies and then see what else projects they are invested in. You'll realize that the company that we spend our whole life being indebted to and enslaved to is funding an agenda that's to, against our community. Okay. It's toxic from top all the way to bottom. We, we, we have to switch up the mentality. And we have to and, become and, and 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 because they are funding, we are funding. Exactly. Like, because we we're we're participating in the company. Yeah. We're generating the income the company is making, which is funding the, the CEO, the owners, the company, the corporation that's funding these projects that's held and put against us to hold us down and to keep us where we at. And it's all because of we have to stop blaming the white man if we're gonna be in bed with the white man. That's one thing that I really learned that you can't always say, oh, well, the white man is white, and then you in bed with them. No, we have to create a home. We, we have enough uh, people that has money. 
we have enough resources to where we can come together and we can build our own, put our put put our people on, put them in high positions, put them in good positions, and also you know trade uh trade skills with one another. You grow a business, you know somebody that's good at this, you put their business on with your business, and y'all complement each other's skills. We have to do this cooperative economics. It's very key, very powerful. It's a power move, and that's why they don't promote it. They don't show it. They don't want us to get onto it. But luckily, we're in 2018, and we can promote our own. Uh, I would like to thank you, Ishmael, once again for your powerful message and your word. Um, today, once again, the word is Ujama, which is Cooperative Works in Economics. Buy Black, be a Black business owner, promote your business, promote other Black businesses. Uh, I thank y'all for joining us again tonight. Uh, we should be back on the 2nd. Uh, yeah, we should be back on Wednesday the 2nd. Uh, with a very powerful I've, I've been working and working and working as y'all know I tried previously to post this topic but it wasn't the time and I think it's about right to birth this baby on abuse versus discipline in the black household and, and how it affects our community as a whole I hope that y'all are able to join me once again um, I love you I love myself I love you Uncle Ishmael Peace love you too Thank you. <laughs>